This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me, here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Right off the bat, having trouble talking. Off to a good start. I know. Today we're going to talk about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC, the fact that Brian bought an Oculus in the Netflix Castlevania series, and we got a whole bunch of news. But before we get to any of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places that you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we do really appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Twitch is down currently. Uh, so we'll be just doing this on YouTube today. Yeah, I'll try to export the YouTube to the Twitch, so it's up there at least. Yeah. But it will be on YouTube Yeah, as so well. we'll figure that out. But anyways, uh, what else has anybody been playing? Anything? I've only been playing Destiny. I'll start. I've been playing Destiny. <laughs> I finally got an icebreaker. Good job. That's uh, pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, I've done some more of my moments of triumph. Uh, I did preload the beta, which I'm ready for Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Me too. So... Yeah, if you've pre-ordered Destiny 2, you can preload the beta now and you get to play it on Tuesday if you're on PlayStation. On PS4, yeah. At uh, Wednesday, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific yeah. time, I looked it up today. And then everybody gets it starting Friday. Right. Except for PC people who get to wait a month. Yeah, it's Suckers. in late August. Yeah. But yeah. It's so okay, because that- the game's coming out a month later, too. Yep. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> it looks beautiful, though. I've mm-hmm. watched 4K. 60 I've avoided FPS footage. as much of everything as possible going into this because I just want to formulate my own opinions about all of it. I haven't, yeah. wa- I haven't even watched. I know IGN did a whole thing about it. Uh, I completely skipped all of that. And, and like Corey and Gladish have been watching all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. just like totally not. I'm like, nope, no, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah, they're doing stuff all the way through the month of July. Yeah, so I've just been skipping all of it because I, I don't want to spoil it. I know it's going to be good. It's going to be what I want. I'm just going to let it happen. I don't mind spoiling it because I know I'm going to be playing the same content like a thousand <laughs> times over. So yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> I guess. Fair enough. But yeah. So uh, Brian, what else? What have you played? Other so than I don't PUBG? know if I should talk about all the different VR titles I've played yet. That'll be in we'll, Oculus yeah, we'll get to the Oculus segment. Game. Well, we I played a bunch that. of different things there. And then, uh, well, besides that, I think just, uh, a lot more, uh, player unknowns battlegrounds are you feel like you're getting better oh yeah i'm definitely better like i actually consistently get kills yeah and it's very rare in solo or duos to not get at least above the like i would say at least in the top 30 percent every time right on. but a lot of times in the top 10 second place is the best i've done on my own yeah i cannot i just I always get unlucky at the end, and I just can't seal the deal. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Hiding in the wheat field, waiting for people to pop up. I mean, every game's just so different how it ends up playing out. Yeah. The the end part of it is probably the least unique thing. Like, yeah, you usually end up in a field. But sometimes it's like there's one building that everybody's trying to get at at the end. That happened to us the other day. And uh, that really changes things. But um, do you feel like you have to change your strategy every time? Yeah, I mean, depending on where the circles are going to end up, yeah. like what 
the geography is like changes it up a lot like is the geography like randomly generated too no but no. the location so as the map constricts each round like or each yeah. each instance that it constricts it will randomize somewhere within the previous circle of where it is okay. so the final circle or not the final but the smaller the circle gets it can be in a completely different location from the previous game that you played gotcha yeah. plus so, the plane takes different paths like there's one yeah. plane that everyone jumps out of and depending on which direction it's going will kind of decide where you can land. Right. And sometimes we land like really far away from everyone and know that there's vehicles there, like a boat or something, and then we go all the way back to where we're going to need to be, like where the circle's going to be and where gotcha. everyone's going to be. Um, for the most part, though, I mean, I guess the only really repetitive part of it is you're, yeah, you're always trying to get gear. But there's different approaches to that. Like, yeah. sometimes I just grab a few things like I did today when I was playing solo. I grabbed one gun and I immediately was just trying to kill other people to get more shit from them instead right. of doing the legwork myself. So that's fun. But uh, it doesn't always work out that well. Right on. Um, Anything else or no? That's about it. Yeah. I think we played Destiny a little bit. Oh, yeah. I finally got Icebreaker the year yeah you did three one it was we had the uh the cory buff yeah all three of us got it in in this week i think yeah can you like only get it through a certain activity yeah no? through the uh you have to do the nightfall um sunrise sun, the sunrise bounty yeah which is the one where you have to beat the nightfall strike in less than a half hour oh but it's rng okay. like you either you can get this the icebreaker you either get it or you don't or you get some other usually shitty legendary with and my is luck. that every week yeah. Okay. So yeah. you can do it once a week with each character. Okay. So I got all three characters high enough to increase my chances, but it still took till this week to finally get it. That's I good. had it on Xbox. I got it like the first week, I think, on Xbox. This time I've tried it for like a month or more. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm like kind of, I think I'm kind of over destiny finally i mean like i just want to play the second one now yeah that's fair it's i would like to soon. go to the lighthouse and trials but i somehow doubt that's going to happen with only like a month left you never know because apparently they're ending it yeah it, gets, it ends in august right <laughs> yeah so it sounds like they're basically going to drop the live events um yeah as soon as i mean i guess that makes out. sense right there's so. probably not enough. Well, yeah, because there support. won't be. Well, the question is going to be like, how soon after the drop of the game are they going to have trials ready to go? If it's, uh, well, I don't know. That's a good question because because that's what everybody wants. Trials wasn't even an original part of Destiny. It didn't come out till House of Wolves. I want to say. Yeah, it was it was later in the game, but that's because they didn't they didn't know what they were doing. They decided to come yeah. up with that after the fact. They just needed to put something in. And because they already had that roadmap that got leaked that was like, oh, the Trials of Osiris will be released in this time or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like everyone was like, oh, the Trials of Osiris must be like new story missions. But then they found out it was like competitive Crucible and they were like, oh, my God. Like Nico's on YouTube asking, is Trials in D2? Do we know yet? We don't know anything about any competitive or ranked multiplayer yet. It's not going to be available at launch. We know that. So... But they're I yeah. I, I would I would be surprised if like Iron Banner and Trials didn't make it over to the new. There will definitely be something like it. 
Yeah. But it won't be exactly the same format. I feel what, like it could from be. From what they've said. But, yeah, we don't know. We don't know yet. I mean, everything's changing. Like, even control is going to be slightly different. I mean, mm-hmm. I hope Trials comes back and it they improve it from what it currently is. Well, it's going to be 4v4. That much is That's cool because I feel like it's sweet. Now that, now that we have, like, a solid set of four to play. Yeah, that would be pretty play, cool. Like, if the four of us So play, we don't have to argue about who wants to sit yeah, out. Yeah, who has to sit out and, and do <laughs> strikes by themselves. Listen to me sulk. Yeah. It'd be sweet if uh, they could figure it out it. so that there wouldn't be a, oh, yeah, this is the trials gun. Right. Like, that sucks. Yeah. That's what Icebreaker is. Yeah. And and Wormwood, the sidearm of it's, choice. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I like Wormwood, but not that much. It's fun, but I don't know. I know a lot of people in, uh, in, in trials or, like, Crucible are still using, like, truth. Or not truth. Uh, God, I can't think straight thorn. right now. Thorn. Not thorn. Uh, last word. I see a lot of last word. I see a lot of hawk moon. So like hand cannons are like still really. I feel like every time I get killed in crucible or trials, I it's because it's more of a hand the cannon. AS, AS Luna. I, yeah, AS Luna or it whatever. It looks like a hawk the, moon. But the micro, micro hawk moon. It's. Yeah, I love that gun. I feel like I'm getting killed by hand cannons more often than not. So if they could. like, And I'm, I don't use hand cannons at all. I use scout rifles. I wonder like, if they could like. Uh, employ modifiers and trials to make that to make it more variable as to what the optimal is like week to week so that it's not always just like yeah it'd be cool to have like make it modifiers so people so have like, to use pulse right I need three uh, self res warlocks and they all need icebreaker yeah uh, like please could, make sure that you're wearing the purifier ro- uh, I'm, it like, could be just, a requirement that you have to use like you have to use a hand cannon for this round of uh, blah blah something like, like that. If it was like to, Prison of Elders, where each round had different modifiers, that would be kind of cool. Just so that people don't fall into that groove of like everybody on this raid needs Gale or Horn. Like just mix it right. up a bit. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. But anyway, that's enough about Destiny. Yeah, we can move on from that. <laughs> uh, I've played a couple things. I played a VR game called Polybius. Uh, it's the new Jeff Minter game. The guy who made a game called. Uh, uh, Tempest a long time ago and TXK which is like a a ring shooter where you're like in a ship that's shooting down a ring that you're speeding down kind of situation yeah Polybius is kind of one of those but it seems like every level that you succeed at changes the geometry of how things move like the first one is just a plane where you're moving left and right the next one is like uh, is a tube I didn't get past the second one because the game moves so fucking fast that it's really, really hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's cool. It's very psychedelic. It's an interesting VR experience. Uh, I think it's like 15, 16 bucks on PlayStation 4 right now. You can play it without VR, but uh, obviously with VR is more psychedelic and cool. But uh, it's fun. And uh, if that seems like your kind of thing, you should check it out. Uh, there was a Splatoon 2 uh, Splatfest kind of event slash beta thing this weekend. It was Splatfest is what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so the Splatfest was, these were events that they used to run with Splatoon uh, where they would be like, all right, there's going to be two teams uh, who this time it was who likes cake and who likes ice cream. So you picked which one you wanted. Uh, ice cream. You get to what? Yeah, that was the right answer. You get to wear a shirt that has your uh, preference on it and then you go and play multiplayer matches and as you get points you kind of award them or gain them for your team 
uh, the side that you chose, and then at the end of the weekend, you know, whoever got the most wins and ice cream wins. I, I think I think right. there's like a like a bonus if you're on the winning team or like some kind of reward for doing that. But obviously, with this like beta one, it did, you didn't nothing carries over, so it didn't really give you anything. That game's still really hard. <laughs> People still wipe the floor with me the entire well, yeah, time. Yeah, because they played Splatoon. Yeah, but I mean, I played a little bit of Splatoon. I just hope that the single player of Splatoon 2 really helps me get better at I playing that game. I think there's some kind of co-op, too. Like yeah, like I think so. I think they, well, there's a salmon run that you can, you yeah, can do, yeah. which is like a horde mode, yeah. But I'm hoping that the first, like the first or the single player really gives you like the the strategies and the ideas about like here's how to best combat this type of weapon and these are the strategies you should be using in these different rounds and that kind of thing so hopefully that is true but uh it was still fun even though i lost uh but it's it it was great like even like my team i don't know if they just like if the matchmaking is so good that it put me with a bunch of people that sucked that's (laughs) probably what happened um but yeah, that game that game's hard, and I, I'm looking forward to picking it up later this month. Yeah, just I'm sure it'll get easier like. when you get to play it for more than like an hour or two. Yeah, exactly. Like if I get to more consistently play like a, yeah. a couple hours I, a day or something I'm like that. I'm looking forward to picking it up. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if you guys are getting it, I kind of have to. I well, think you should. don't get it if you don't like it, but... Yeah, I mean, if you actively don't like it, yeah. don't bother I just don't know it. what there is to dislike, other than everyone being better than you at it. I, I don't know, like, I mean, I liked, I kind of dug arms, and I still haven't bought that. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I haven't found, I'm turning into Joey, where, like, I don't want to buy games unless I know I'm going to play the hell out of them. And I mean, that's fair. Like, I bought Neo, and I played the hell out of it. That's a that's a smart way to go, a smart and frugal way to go about playing video games. Yeah, but when you the have, a video, you have a video game, the yeah. downside is yes. When you have a you podcast have, about video games, you see, but he probably the play something more than Destiny. I think you. I need, just like. I feel I like think, it's it's more interesting to have a podcast where you can talk about like video games in an excited manner than to talk about how bad a certain game is. No, no, that could be true. fun too. That's. I mean. I mean, if, it, if it's so you get bad, really excited about how bad something. If it's is. so bad, it's good. Cool, but no, like, like I just like playing arms. Yeah, like, like I, or playing when we did the Splatoon like demo, like the the Splatoon whatever I, they called it, <laughs> test fire. Yeah, t- yeah. I just really didn't have much to say about it because I just didn't really care. Remember that time we played the order? That was fun to talk about. Yeah, well, yeah, because we all like we all hated it, and like we were. Yeah, all that's pretty the way that things it. go. I mean, none of us enjoyed watching. Fortunately, Transformers I didn't spend 4, any money on that. We did it, and then we recorded an episode on Transformers Four, and everybody loved it because we had such a terrible time yeah, with it. Yeah, but that we tore it apart. But a movie like you can pay for a movie matinee like seven dollars, whereas a game is like sixty bucks. Or like, you could go rent it, like I've been telling you. Yeah. Ever since we started, I don't this know, podcast. man. Family Video is pretty far from here. It's pretty far. It's no, only it's too it's far. Like seven dollars and twenty-five cents. You get it for five days, and yeah. then that's the end of your commitment to it. I don't know. We'll see. Or you. You make the initial investment. Yes, it's a large investment to get to build a good PC. But then once you have that, you can get a lot of games for dirt cheap. Yeah, but not the new ones. Yeah, the new Within ones. Within like a couple months, price. they dropped to like. But half how does price how does that help me stay stuff. current with the podcast? Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's the eternal struggle. The yeah. struggle's real, man. 
Anyway, the video game struggle is. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Friday the Thirteenth. Still, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I feel like I've done too much of that. Yep. Uh, but we were having a bad week with it. Just getting a lot of disconnects and and uh, hosts leaving once they get caught by Jason and that kind of crap. But then we finally, had, towards the end of the week, had a few games that were just ridiculous that I already told most people about. Or uh, we actually found a good group of people that were playing the game well and not being dicks about it. So it's still good. I just feel like they need to figure out ways to punish people who don't play the game the properly. Yeah, but that's better. the thing. I mean, you can't... You, you kind of can't get mad at people for exploiting like specific things in the game like that are like they're set up that way like i don't know you can't get mad at people for playing a game you can get mad at people for doing stupid shit well but no the getting mad at people like basically <laughs> we had a jason that was so terrible that he rage quitted before people got rewarded their experience right at the end of the match like he finished the match but he left when it popped up with the you survived or you died so nobody got anything for it what the hell well that should be I mean that that, sh- that shouldn't happen. Like, and it's yeah. and it's a hard thing to fix. And but that's the thing is that whenever Jason leaves, it kills the match. And then whenever the host leaves, if they're not even Jason, if they're a counselor, it kills the match too because they don't have host migration built into this yeah. game yet. Well, that's so that's something they can fix. But the Jason leaving thing sucks. Like I don't really know what they could do about that. Did Although he? his rage quit was totally worth it because the guy was such an asshole. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. It was. It was a. It was, Yeah. It was good. It was good. We were. Ba- I'll, I'll tell it real quick. We were playing. It was Willie and I playing with a group of like, honest to God, six to seven year old kids. There were like four <laughs> or five of them. And at one point, like we we played a few rounds with these guys, but at one point it sounded like like uh, Willie, Willie called it. It's the last day of kindergarten for the year, and all the kids are out in the hallway ready to go home. Oh, geez. that was what it sounded like in, this ga- in these games. But anyway, it's like my nightmare. So uh, we were playing this one round where this guy is, this guy comes in after somebody had left and uh, the the cinematic pops up. You see what kind of Jason it is. And like all the kids are like, oh my God, it might be me. I might be Jason. Am I going to be Jason? Like it was, it, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Which granted is annoying. Tammy has a crush on me? <laughs> it's annoying, but whatever. So then we get into the game. It's in Higgins. I'm at the cabins north of the big cabin. When's nap and time? And of course that means that Jason heads straight for me because I'm there near the big cabin. Right. So I go ahead and lock everything up. Jason's walking up towards the thing and I hear him saying, is it going to be me? Am I going to be doing Like he's mocking these kids. And I was like, okay, well, whatever, dude. You're just being kind of a dick. It's gonna like, like he's presuming that I'm a six-year-old probably. Right. Which, you know, his odds were good, but he was wrong. So he starts knocking down the door. And then once he gets it within one hit, he moves over to the window, smashes the window, and then he goes to like aim a knife at me. He's like, you know, you're going to die, right? And I was just like, yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) And he was playing part three, Jason, and I had a baseball bat. And if you hit part three, Jason, with a baseball bat, he gets stunned, period. That's how it goes. As long as you have like one of the male characters, essentially, because their power is high enough. 
So the guy, you know, you're gonna die, right? Yeah, exactly. The guy smashes. Oh man! The guy smashes the the door, walks in, doesn't like. He's like, "Oh, where'd you go?" And then he turns to the side and sees me. He goes to swing at me, but misses. So then I hit him with the bat, and he falls over. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, you know, I'm gonna have to kill you now." And so I would just been like, I would have been like, "That's the point of the game, you fucking moron." So so I basically start. I book it out of the cabin over to the the side, like across the river in Higgins and it turns out Willie's there for some reason he can't hear me talking and I can't hear him talking but he had repaired the the uh the phone the fuse box okay I walked in called the cops Willie we we split our different ways because sometimes Jason will come right for the fuse box Mm -hmm, if he knows that that happens so then I head back over to my cabins that I was in because I figured Jason wouldn't retrace his steps yet because it was still pretty early in the round I found a few things but then, then I get a walkie-talkie, and I'm like, hey, Willie, what's up? He's like, I just completely repaired the car. I put in the battery. I put in the gas. I have the keys. I'm on my way up to the top. And I'm like, oh, I'm right here at the T. Let me jump in with you. So I got in with him, and then Jason showed, like, teleports and was like, oh, man, do you guys know how lucky you are? This is such bullshit. You guys are so lucky. And we're just driving away. And then he, like, he teleports again, but he teleports behind us, unfortunately, as we're heading through the exit. And then he throws a knife at us because he's just being such a sourpuss about it all. (laughs) So then there's, like, two people left. One of them's Tommy. The other one's not. And the, the police show up. And these two guys are on the main road, just kind of taking like individual increments down the road as Jason is coming towards them yeah. so they can kind of juke him out. But wait, still. so he at least killed somebody. He killed maybe two people. So someone could come back as he Tommy. He killed two people because somebody came back as Tommy. All right. So they're making their way down the road. They finally run into Jason. They, they keep kind of like intermittently heading towards Jason and he's kind of backing up to keep up with them. Yeah. And... Tommy goes and shoots Jason, books it towards the exit, makes it out as the other guy goes to teabag Jason and then gets <laughs> gets caught by Jason and killed. And then as soon as the like the you survived pop up, I was basically just like, wow, man, you're like the worst Jason that I've ever played against. <laughs> and then he raged like he was gone. He rage quitted. So I didn't get the experience, but it was worth it See, because least, that guy was such a At judge. least when I rage quitted, I waited for the next round to happen. Yeah, and then and I was like, eh, I'm out. Like, like, he still would have gotten probably like three or 400, maybe even 600 experience. So he should have just stuck around, but obviously he was too butthurt to it wasn't, care about it. It wasn't you being like, you're the worst Jason ever. It was Nick being like, God, John can't be actually be that bad, <laughs> can he? And then yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but like, no, this, like, this guy was... Not it's not the fact that he was so bad at it. It's that he was so cocky, but also horrible. Right? <laughs> like he was he was literally the worst Jason that I've played against. And I've played games where we've all made it out, but I thought it was luck. Yeah, this was not luck. He was just shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I hope he's listening. Yeah. And then, anyways, other than Friday the Thirteenth, what was which, his what was his name? I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dox the him. last game that I played with you guys. There was that one kid. He he was definitely a kid. The um, kid who hit me? Yeah, he hit yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I got into this kid's that cabin. ridiculous. Because I was going to like team up with him because I had already looted the other cabins and yeah. he just hit me with a wrench. And then I ended up dying because I was like weakened, essentially. Jason found me. And then I, I like... 
I texted everybody in the group. I was like, hey, watch out for this kid. He hit me. And then as soon as I died and I switched over to it, he was driving all of them in the car. It was like Brian and Rick <laughs> and Willie were all in the car with this kid. And I was like, what the fuck? He was fuck? actually driving really well. I was like, yeah. what did I do? Considering he probably has never driven an actual car. So, so they all made it out. <laughs> they all made it out and they were talking about it for a little bit. And then I unmuted my mic. I was like, so kid, why did you hit me? And he's like, well, you got in my cabin. I don't like it when people get in my cabin. <laughs> and fair I was enough, like, man. At least he was being honest. It's like that's, shitting that's in your fair, living room. But I was like, I didn't try to loot any of the stuff. He could have just said, can you get out of my cabin, please? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Lost and so Willie, 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 like, was Mr. Parent and was like, well, so now why did you, why didn't you just tell him to get away? <laughs> and the, the child was like, well, I was in party chat. And I was like okay well thanks for just letting me know like i wasn't gonna take any of a shit oh. i just got into the so anyway friday what a, 13 what a douche uh, last thing that i've been playing i've been playing a game called goner which has been out on pc for about a year but it's out on switch now it's ten dollars i've heard people say that it's giving them a spelunky-ish vibe so i picked it up it's pretty different from spelunky yeah you're playing like a drop of water that uses guns to shoot monsters what? And you have to like that makes get no a con like the higher combo of monsters you kill, the more like glyphs you collect. Which I hope then, Drew's listening. Which then also multiply the amount of points you get for killing these things. Yeah. So it's it's weird. Like you also you, as a drop of water, you get three items. There's certain kinds of heads that you can pick up that give you the amount of life that you have, and like a special ability. There's the gun. There's like a rifle, a shotgun, a laser gun, a few other things. And then there's also a, um, it's like a backpack or like a, like a side item that can either hold like extra ammo if you pick it up or, um, uh, like it also has like a special ability to like cause like an item crash, like in Castlevania where he just shoots a lot yeah. at once and it doesn't use your ammo. But, uh, it's, it's roguelike. The graphics are very minimalist. It's like basically three color palette with like very, uh, like if you're not near the structures in the level, then they, they disappear. Like it goes dark. So it's kind of, it's just a very stylistically cool game and I'm looking forward to getting into it more. Ten bucks? It's 10 bucks. Hmm. I wanted like an indie ish game to play on the, uh, the, the switch yeah. now that it seems like the switch is becoming more of an indie darling. Um, and it, it, it's cool. It plays well on the TV. It plays well. I was actually playing some while I was dead in Friday the 13th matches on my switch. Yeah. I, don't know why I never think of that. Yeah, I've, well, I think I'm, actually I know why because I set my switch dock behind my PC and uh, it was kind of hidden from view, and I just kind of forgot about it. I usually but get I in switch its spot. I usually <laughs> get into the Friday the Thirteenth enough that I will watch the other people play. Well, yeah, I like but, to do that to an extent. Yeah. So, anyway, that's about all that I've been playing. But we can move on to some news. Uh, John, did you pull anything, or do you just want no, me to? No, I just want to let here? you go. All right. There was a Splatoon 2 Direct. They showed off these new characters, Pearl and Marina. They look cool. They look more human than the other splat or the other squids look or inklings look. Um, they announced the Splatfest demo there. There's also they brought the Miiverse functionality into the game, despite there not being Miiverse on the Switch, at least not yet. So they have basically you can draw out things in like a white box that you can it, show in the public plaza. It just occurred to me. Not to interrupt, but I am. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't the the Nintendo uh, online stuff launch the same time as the... Yeah, as that's Splatoon? on the news docket oh, okay. here. 
Hey, well, what do you know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Miiverse functionality, so you can like kind of show like a drawing. There's some really intricate drawings that people are putting up. I feel like it's probably the thing that John would appreciate the most if he did buy Splatoon. You'll have to look at it. Get I'll show you drawings. some pictures of things. But um, well, that's one of the things. Making your own drawings, so that's, right? Yeah. Now that I have the iPad, which everybody I bought an iPad, maybe <laughs> I should have added that to. But what I want to start doing is, my, I want my Instagram posts to be drawings of video game characters. There you go. That's a cool. Because uh, cool I've been doing go. like the Man Crush Monday and like the Woman Crush Wednesday and stuff like that. So I'm going to start sketching out video game characters for those particular ones. And nice. You heard it here, and it's recorded. And it's never so going to actually happen. You as well. have yep. to actually do it. No, now. if we talk about it on the on the podcast, it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's the rule um anyways go ahead uh, other splatoon 2 stuff they're they're going to do live updates where they include new stages and um gear and weapons for a year after release so they will be doing them periodically for the year after the game comes out free yeah. free all free oh, wow that's cool uh you and hear that they're going Yay. to do free they're going to do splat fests, which are the thing that happened this weekend. They're going to be doing Activision. those for two years after the release of the game. So they will be doing live events like in Destiny for at least two years. That's after. sweet. So that's awesome. The other thing that they did talk about was the Nintendo Switch online app, which I think is what it's going to be called. It launches on July 21st for use with Splatoon. Uh, in terms of what you can do with it, it looks like games are going to have particular walled off experiences within the app. Splatoons is called Splatnet 2. There's going to be like a different one for Mario, I presume, or they could maybe go back and do one for Mario Kart 8. I don't know how that's going to work out, but it seems like every game will have like an individualized experience within the app. Hmm. That's interesting. So maybe that does that have to do with any kind of share play experience or like ad hoc networking? Like, uh, I don't think it necessarily interacts if you're like just with each other in a like not doing it through the I don't think yeah. it works that way so that I don't think that's why it why I don't think that's why they made it this way but it seems like they have like a dedicated app team that's going to be doing the same stuff for each game so hopefully okay. they're going to get better and better at it and add in more functionality but um the cool thing is that in the Splatoon thing, you'll be able to see your statistics. Uh, they also have like playlists, like strike playlists, essentially. But you can see what stages and what modes are going to be on yeah. in that app. And then also you can spend the in-game currency to buy loot and other stuff and also set your loadouts for, for the multiplayer. Cool. So that sounds cool. It's obviously going to be free, but it will be $20 a month uh, starting next year. No, $20 a year. $20 a year, excuse me, yes. That's, yeah. That's... So still fine. so reasonable. And that obviously is the thing that's going to let you chat uh, in the game. The other cool thing is that you can also send a link to somebody on their phone to have them join your game. That's awesome. Which is not something that Xbox or PlayStation lets you do. Like Obviously, no. they have the apps that you can do that with, but you can text somebody a link hit the link and get added into their Splatoon team, essentially. Interesting. Was was what they kind of showed. So Oh yeah. That's awesome. Uh a little more Nintendo news here. There's an ARMS two point update. They added Max Brass, which I talked about last time, but they also added a new round where you can play against the boss guy that has the extra arms and you can also become him for a short amount of time. That's so they cool. kind of added two characters. Yeah. There's also three new arms. You get a new stage. There's a new mode. There's a bunch of different balance changes. 
And ranked play, they put it up to 20 levels instead of 10 levels. So there's now more room to grow ranked-wise. I want so, spaghetti arms. That's what the ramen girl has. No, but I want them so like it's a bunch of smaller arms with tiny boxing gloves on them. And you can just shoot a they bunch of them They kind of have ones like that, though, because there's the ones that have like three rockets on yeah, them. Yeah, but I'm talking like 20. Like in each, like each arm is like twenty. Each noodles. arm does like five damage, and you'd still and, lose and to all these each people. Each little, online. each noodle does like a single hit <laughs> of damage. I just think it would be really funny. Maybe. Cool. Anyway, they're supporting arms. Obviously, uh, there was an interesting <laughs> thing. Super Mario Odyssey is going to completely ditch the game over screen. You cannot die yeah, there's, in Super there's Mario. There's never a game over, right? Yeah. Sounds pretty great. It's not like game overs have really meant that much in modern video games. I don't know. Anyway. They're kind of infuriating to some people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the Dark Souls one. You died. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dark Souls, there's an actual detriment to dying. Yeah. But I feel like in modern Mario games... It just makes you feel so or like shitty. like the Castlevania game over screen always made me like really depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. It's like, <laughs> like super heavy, like... Yeah. No, I was always a fan of the Total Distortion one, which I think yeah. has come up. You are dead, dead, dead. I still don't think anyone... <laughs> there's no one else in the world that ever played that game except us and the Josephs. Yeah, well, I think Rick actually Really? I think it, it's either Rick or Nick. One of them I had need, played the I game. Need to find, I need to find a means of playing. It, it needs to I be... I have a, it. Do you? I have a CD copy of it. You can, can you, run it on your computer. Oh, God, I, yeah. I need it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I'll have to find where it, it is. Was, it's here somewhere. The whole game. Are you familiar You've with it? You've told me about it before. I yeah. think we've talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. It's, so, oh, just, it's a really it's weird, so awesome ridiculous. game. But, uh, yeah. There, you fight the I guitar was, warriors. Uh, <laughs> I think that was like Pop Camp before Pop Camp became... No, it was Pop Rocket, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, never mind then. But anyway. Pop Rocks? Super Mario Odyssey... No, no game, game over. over. Sounds interesting. Jinx. I'm interested to see cool. how that game works. Yeah, I, uh, yeah that's so. like my most anticipated Switch title now. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Fun. Uh, Looks fun. Speaking of the Castlevania TV show, Adi Shankar, the producer of that show, is going to make an Assassin's Creed anime. We'll talk about how awesome the Castlevania one is. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, but because of how awesome that is, I think this Assassin's, Assassin's Yeah, Creed. I'm really pumped for the Assassin's Creed one. I think it's Especially a cool idea. if if they follow if they do the same thing that they did with the games where it's actually based on like legitimate locations and deaths of, yeah. of people throughout history. Because I don't know if you knew that, but yeah. like in Assassin's Creed uh when you kill historical figures in, in those games. In one and two, the historical figures were realistic historical figures and when they actually died where you killed them those locales were actually where they were killed and the way that you killed them as well right uh, not necessarily prob- no because you could change that some of them you couldn't i think some of them yeah. you were meant to kill them in a particular way but yeah but like the i mean obviously the ones that are just like straight up assassinations like that didn't always happen like but yeah but the people who died did die and in those locations at that time frame throughout history hmm. which and not only that but just all of the historical uh facts and and yeah and just world building that they did within that game i find astounding yeah. so if they take that I mean, if they take the Ezio collection and basically make an anime of that, I think we will be in really good shape. Which is they yeah, not make possible. an anime of the movie. No, please action. no. I, didn't I see still haven't movie. even seen it. I, I don't saw plan most of it on my plane ride either to or from Seattle. Yeah, because somebody in front of me was watching it, and 
And I had an exit row where I couldn't really reach my screen. That's good. It was like two rows so up. So Brian just watched it off somebody else. So I just watched whatever everybody else was watching. I'm sure it was And the they happened optimal. to have the closed captioning on. Yeah. So I, I was like listening to music and just like reading the movie. I'm sure that was the optimal way to experience. It, well, it was. That's I doubt it made it the, worse. It's the optimal way to watch most movies. Yeah. On an airplane in the most uncomfortable seating ever. It wasn't good, okay? It's never good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that might be cool. I kind of hope they... I hope there's a modern-day element to it. I hope they don't do the way the games have gone and kind of just skewed that and are like... Because now that Desmond's, like, not important anymore. Like, I right. hope there's, like, a Desmondish element to it that is actually important. Yeah. And not just, like, a you work at Abstergo who's... A subsidiary of Ubisoft, like yeah. Valve, yeah, is somehow involved. <laughs> so I liked Black Flag though when you were working at like the game studio. Yeah, or like that was you were working at a game studio under Abstergo that was also somehow part of Ubisoft. Yeah, I don't know. It was funny. It was, weird. It was funny, but I liked when that had meaning, kind of. Yeah. So, so I that was actually that. Ubisoft, the game, the game. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's funny because all the people who work there were really unhappy shit. too. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was their way of lashing out. Ubisoft, yep. the game, the that game. was their outlet. Real life, uh, in a game, in a game. Summer games Simulator. done quick. Closed with another record last week. One point seven million dollars raised for Doctors Without Borders, which is fantastic. Notably less than Awesome Games done quick, which I think was like several million dollars this year, which was awesome to see. But uh, Polygon has a pretty good write-up uh, of the uh, the the runs that, the runs that you shouldn't miss. They've got a Dark Souls run here that finished in twenty nine minutes. What they've got uh, a Super Meat Boy any percent in twenty one. It takes me twenty nine minutes to pick my character. <laughs> they've got a hundred and twenty <laughs> star run of Super Mario sixty four in an hour forty one minutes, uh, and then there's a bunch of other ones that are like entertaining for different reasons God, there's a really? sweet uh i, I super read hot run. recently it wasn't part of that but uh there were people that were beating final fantasy 7 in like less than eight hours yeah it was no. a team or something right it was like a team of, i don't of know three, three guys well no the one that i saw was a guy that had done it but he was using these insane non like game sharky exploits to like teleport through the game essentially and huh. it was it was fat like those are the ones that i, I feel like there's two types of Games done quick viewers. There's the people that are like, you legitimately beat this game without any crazy workarounds. And then there's the people that appreciate the, you've broken this game. The ingenuity of the breaking of the game. And I, they're both fantastic, but I love seeing the people that are like, I know if I hit this button on this frame, then it's going to put me into this cinematic, which is at the end of the game, like that kind of thing. The guy beating Zelda without a sword was pretty impressive. So, uh, there's, there were a lot of sweet runs at, uh, (laughs) Summer Games Done Quick. Everybody should check it out. Um, Plunkbat. They announced that they are going to stay in early access through most of 2017. Uh, That's fine. They actually... When's it coming to roll Xbox? Out. It's supposed to be this fall. So is it yeah. going to be in early ac- access on Xbox 2 or what? Like they roll out updates for that game on a regular basis, though. and, and they're It noticeable. seems like it's almost weekly. Yeah. But part of I me... I think it is, like every Thursday. Yeah. Part of me wonders, like... The the line between early access and not is so blurry nowadays of like, yeah, they're rolling out updates for it, but updates of that s- sort of caliber happen to games that are full releases nowadays. So yeah. part of me is like, 
What's like this game is fully formed. Well, you can play it in a complete state right now. It's true. I guess they just the idea is they want all the features that they have planned in it before it's out of early access. And that's super admirable. Gee, like, I guess that is the, that's the... If only the other game makers had that <laughs> same mentality. Yeah. I, I guess that's the thing. Is and they're, it's, not, they're doing, it's not like they delayed it that much because they were shooting for October before yeah. and they said it should still be out by the end of the year. Yeah. And they have only been out, and the game's only been out like a few months. Yeah. So, I mean, to take it from early access to completion in six months is more than most of those game companies can. I mean, geez, like Starbound, I think I played for like a year or more before it was in final release. How quickly do you think you could get it to completion? Pretty quick. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess they're the ones that are doing it right because if coming out of early access means you believe you've got a full priced game. You've made a full priced game. It's now. also only thirty dollars. That's the best thirty dollars I've spent. I'm wondering in if they're going to bump it up to sixty when it comes out of early access. I've already put like uh, close to sixty five hours in. Yeah. So damn. Uh, they did show off a video of the new desert map. Did you watch it? I have not. I need to check that. I out. didn't watch it either. But are there I multiple saw, like, maps? There's going to just be. This one. would be the second, the second map. Right now, okay. there's just one map, but it's so big. Like there's parts of it that I'm finding for the first time. But this, the current map still. is kind of like countryside-ish, right? Or it's a giant island. There's actually two. I'm islands. sure they're all going to be islands in a way, but like it'd be cool. Uh, like, so it's a big island, but it's got urban sections and rural sections that you can kind of and it's kind yeah, of but high risk high reward cities. but how heavily like developed is the urban section they're pretty developed like because like would you rather see them start developing like a full urban city like they're very detailed no i, I just mean, I, i'm not i don't mean like detail necessarily i just mean like would you want to play a level that's all building if they were like this is new york this is Manhattan. i believe like, that the, would be interesting the to third me. map that they have planned is all urban okay and, that's but cool. it's smaller or even if they did like a like a favela in like the call of duty that, yeah, yeah, that would be awesome that would be nuts like yeah. it would be terrifying because you never know where people are but it's just all buildings yeah, yeah. So I mean, I it'll they be have other modes planned too, because the the original battle yeah. royale mod actually has other modes. It's just that the last man standing battle royale Was style the, the is first like thing the main they, mode. Yeah, yeah. And it, it'll it'll be interesting to see because I I know that they um. What was I gonna say? The desert one obviously like the current map has a lot. Like even when there's not a field of wheat to crouch in, there's still a bunch of grass on the ground. Mm -hmm. The desert one, as far as I understand, means that you can't just prone through the end of the, the <laughs> it's map. It's going to be like that one uh, gif you sent me with the with dude the, like the looking like a cactus. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, moving I moving behind a cactus. And it'll be, I was Marge Simpson. And that's <laughs> the thing, is that it will probably be more important to select your clothing as and you come across it, I think we're going to have an right. advantage with our froze because people are just going to think I our think heads it's are a tumbleweed. tumbleweed. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, because it would be cool to like. That's the thing. Like, it'd be cool to see like a Siberian setting or something like that, where you're like in, uh, in yeah. like some really cold like wilderness kind of shit, or like cave systems or something. Yeah, like, you know. Actually, like, there's a huge, huge underground bunker in Plunk Bat right now that I just found like last week. That's awesome. Huh. Yeah. So it'll be cool to see how that changes the gameplay. Like the idea that there's absolutely no 
way like the idea that so many of the games right now end with everybody laying in a field trying to hide in the grass yeah it usually comes down to the one guy that has the sniper rifle that yeah can (laughs) stay the furthest away and and actually like pick people off yeah but if you're in a desert you can't just lay down and disappear like that you well i have a yellow coat that i unlocked and yeah what actually it's very helpful in cornfields what if you can find a a trench trowel and like dig a hole and climb into it and (laughs) cover yourself in sand that'd be pretty good or if you could find a ghillie suit that's like all uh, yellowish sandy i think the ghillie suits drop in care packages i think they're a thing but i'm not sure that'd be great i've never had one it's just a tan blanket. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. We move on. Plunk bat. Uh, there was a Horizon Zero Dawn update. I only have two more items here. So Horizon Zero Dawn update came out with New Game Plus uh, and yeah. also an ultra hard mode. I have yet to try that. I want to do New Game Plus in ultra hard mode. Yeah. So that go. way I can start with all the cool yeah, stuff. There's, and there's two more... Um, Two more trophies as well Ooh. that they added with. The I did new not game get plus. all the trophies, so, but I got a lot of them. You still get your platinum if you get all the original trophies. They split it off into like a DLC trophy set, which hmm. is cool. And then finally, Sony added 20 PS4 games to PlayStation Now as their response to Xbox Game Pass. Games like Killzone Shadowfall, God of War 3 Remastered, Saints Row 4 Reelected, and a bunch of other stuff. Cool. Rezo Guns in there, so. That's cool. There's a bunch of games in here that, like, uh, Nidhogg would not play very well with any kind of lag, so that's not a great idea, but there's a bunch of stuff in here that might be all right. So uh, if that's your bag, check it out. Let us know how PlayStation Now is working for you, and uh, that's about it. So I want to stop talking for a little while. No, that's cool. I just I want to make a comment real quick because I was just flipping through Kotaku, and... Like professional sports teams are starting esports teams. Like this yeah. is a thing. Oh well, yeah, yeah they there's did the, owners of professional sports I, teams that are getting into the, like the over esports. The teams. big Overwatch League is city based teams. Yeah, so it's that kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah, they're not just like there's a uh, Detroit one. But I was yeah. just I was just reading this thing. It says soccer team signs FIFA player cuts him two days later over online behavior. Quote unquote. The dude's 22. His name's Tony Cock. K-O-K. <laughs> okay, that's how it's spelled. Yeah. And, and his, before the weekend was over, the contract had been torn up over sexist comments Cock had made on Twitter over the years. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. His name's know. Cock. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how could you not? It's going to be all sexist comments. No, I mean, you can, your name can be Cock. And yeah, you, you can, can still, make, you can be lewd without being sexist. You can be cocky without being. Unless his name's pronounced Coke or something. I don't know, but <laughs> it's K-O-K and that's Cock to me. Coke. So that's good. Anyways. Cool. The fact that esports are getting professional teams in cities like that. Like, what's the Detroit team going to be called? That's what I want to know. I don't know, but it, it already exists. But I what's it going to be called? Detroit jerseys. How cool is it? Can we somehow be a part of it? <laughs> no, because you don't like Overwatch and you're terrible at it. I'm, I wasn't terrible. I just uh, wasn't okay. good. There's a difference. I'll be a part of the Detroit Spelunky team. I'll, I just want to, like... I'll be part of a Player Unknown's Battlegrounds team. It, it just seems like we somehow, like, already missed the boat on all of oh, that. Yeah. And, like... It would have been sweet to kind of be on we the ground. We probably floor. missed the boat on yeah. 
podcasting about video games too. Oh, we definitely. I did. think we. I think we kind of aged out of it, though. You know, like yeah, you have to. We're be, too old now. You have yeah. to be failing out of college. Your reaction time has to be. Yeah, really good. Our, our reaction time's already too slow. The only thing we could be like good at probably would be like if there was a team for Civ or something. Because that's not about reaction time. That would be fun, actually. Like, large-scale Civ competition. I'll join the Friday the 13th uh, esports team. There we esports go. Team. The, what do you, we can be the Chads. The Chads? The Chads, Chads yeah. <laughs> the Detroit Chads. Chad on Chad. <laughs> yeah, our whole team only plays Chad. So, uh, that's it. let's... Uh... Anyway, Brian. Uh, oh, I guess our last piece of news can lead into this. Uh, Oculus saw a price drop. It's currently a sale for three ninety nine. You get the Touch and the Oculus, yes, plus a bunch of games. It is not a permanent price drop. However, there is a one hundred dollar permanent price drop, so it will go up to five hundred dollars instead of six hundred dollars okay. after the end of this summer yes. sale, which I think is like six weeks long or something like that. Originally, for a brief period of time, I think before they ran out of them, uh, Amazon Prime or Amazon had the best deal where they gave you a $100 gift card as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that was a Prime Day sale. Yeah, okay. But uh, um, last week. I missed out on that, but I ended up... Well, somebody at work told me about it, and I was like, really? That's, like, tempting, because... I mean, that's, like, the last piece of the puzzle after building a nice PC Yeah, is to get into the VR thing finally. And I was going to wait till the next generation... Although apparently both Valve and Oculus have come out and said we're not making new hardware yet. Yeah, well, even They're if like, they do, I still think it's it's like another year or two away. Yeah, it'll be a while. Um, Four hundred dollars, the price is right with the controllers, and uh, Best Buy's deal was they were also giving away e Valkyrie for free. Yeah, which is a sixty dollars game still, and one I've played and I actually thought was cool enough to where I'd probably get it anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I pulled the trigger on that and, um, I guess I could start with my initial impressions of like the packaging and like everything that comes with it is just very well done. Yeah. Awesome boxes. You open it up and you just see all this. Got all that Zuckerberg money. Is the Apple level of, of yeah. Designed and, as far as the packaging goes, Dude, um, that's okay. The thing about good packaging is you don't want to fuck it up. Like you, like yeah. you look, you open the box and you're just like, oh man, I don't want to open the rest of it. Yeah, the the Oculus, the Rift box itself is still like heavy after you've taken everything out of it. Yeah, <laughs> um, from all the foam and inserts and stuff. Yeah, no, from the souls of all the people who have died on Facebook, <laughs> it's collected them. Into the PS4, the PSVR packaging is also very. It nice. was very cool. Yeah. yeah, it was very well done. I think it was in, in like numerical boxes too to show you like which you need to open in se- in sequence to help you like put it together Set because it they knew it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anyway. there's there's a th- a thing right away that tells you what the first step is. Yeah, it's like. Go to sign your soul to Facebook. Go to Oculus uh, dot com and dot com slash setup or whatever. Download the app. The was setup it, was it easy to set the up? setup? It takes a while, but it was easy. Yeah, like, it takes a while because there's a lot of components. Yeah, or like uh, no, not really. It's just there's a lot of steps in like getting it calibrated plug, and all that stuff. But it's in, all easy. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, 
get the controller, put the batteries in the controller, you know, set up the sensor. I wouldn't, set even, up be, the, I wouldn't even read any of that. Stuff. Set up the headset, make sure the heads, the sensors in a, like within like, I think it has to be at least three feet away from you. Okay. Um, they tell you to set it up standing up, but, um, I couldn't get it to work that way with my setup. So I just yeah. did it sitting down and it was fine. But uh, it probably thinks I'm like two feet shorter than I actually am because it tells you to input your height too. You're gonna get games that are like must be this tall to ride, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. You can't yeah. run this roller coaster uh, simulator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has just gone way. I off didn't track. even think about it. It was like a roller coaster simulator. <laughs> well, yeah. That makes sense. There's that creepy ass clown with his hand sticking up like this. And you have to actually, they're like, here, stand on the platform on the ground and see if you're tall enough to ride this ride. And Brian's like, I'm in a chair. <laughs> Some virtual carnies chase you away if you're not tall enough. All right. So you got the whole thing set up. You were saying you had some some issues with the comfortability of the fit. Yeah, the way that you adjust the straps in it is just not entirely intuitive, in my opinion, as far as like what they they do to how it fits. But um, is, is after it, a couple of days, I got it to to work better for me, and it's not that it's not that uncomfortable, honestly. Do you a, think it like broke in, or is it just like you just, found a better way? To I get just it found to the fit. sweet spot gotcha. to adjust it and to put it on my head. Yeah. Is it a foam gasket that's it is, against yeah. your face? Okay. And that part, like, because it has, like, like ridges on it, those ridges, if you have the gasket in the wrong spot, will leave some serious marks on your cheeks. Ribbed and they, for your discomfort. It's kind of um, uncomfortable. It's not for your comfort, actually. I said discomfort. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess the key is to get the back part lined up properly with your skull and then like once that's that's a similar thing with the psvr yeah once you figure that out it it like adjusts the weight perfectly and yeah. then it's not all like pressing against your cheeks and it actually looks better and there's like a lens uh spacing switch on the bottom of the mask and uh beyond that though it's fine like once you have it adjusted you don't have to uh, like readjust it as far as the straps go because it's spring-loaded where it'll just like pull off. That's cool. Uh, Wait, so you, okay, so you said there's a lens spacing adjuster under yeah. the mask that so like you can move the lenses. Yeah. That's cool. So well no, is it is it like is it like uh pupil distance or is it like it's pupil distance. Spatial okay. Cause PlayStation has that, but it's hidden in the settings and yeah. it's terrible to even calibrate. So that's cool that it's just yeah, a slider so you can find where it that that's looks nice. Best. Um I'd say my only, after getting used to it, how it fits, my only real complaint with the whole design of it is you can see too much of the inside of the mask and you can see too much light coming in. Mm. Like the, the PSVR like, encloses around your face a little right. bit. Right. You don't feel like it's, it kind of kills the immersion because you almost feel like you're looking at a screen yeah. like all the time. So it's yeah, mi- it's, missing. it's like it's like you're looking at stuff through goggles like underwater. Yeah, is what it reminds me of or like a periscope or something with like like a curved screen around you or like it, not quite. I don't know. The field of view is supposedly pretty good for as far as VR headsets go. Yeah. But to me, I, I could just see too much. Like if the gasket were thinner, 
Mm-hmm. Like, so the lenses were closer to your eyes, then I don't think it would be an issue. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's cool. They still give you a uh, Xbox controller with it, and it comes with a wireless dongle, which actually I was excited about that because I didn't have a wireless one. Yeah. Nice. Um, and the touch controllers come in their own box. They are amazing. They also come with their own sensor, like a, a, an additional sensor to help you track. Interesting thing I found out, though, is, okay, well, I ran out of USB ports when I was setting everything up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to get creative and unplug some stuff that I didn't need, but I still didn't have a, a port for the second uh, sensor, so I had to wait like a, t- a day or two just to use it till I had a hub. Yeah. And then I switched the hub out, and I forgot to p- plug the sensor back in. And I was still using the touch controllers for like two hours without the other sensor plugged in. Yeah. And they worked fine. So I don't even see the point of having the second sensor, but that's... It just gives you more field of vision on the sensors. Like, it's more important if you're trying to do things that are kind of room scale. Okay. Because if you essentially, like, if you turn... Like, if you only have one set up and you turn away from it and it kind of loses sight of one of the controllers, then you might have issues with the tracking on that Mm -hmm. hand. But if you have two of them, then obviously it's got a wider field of view of your situation and lets you... That's why you need to buy the third one to do actual room scale. Gotcha. Because then you can fully turn around and a sensor will always be able to see where your hands are at. Yeah. Um, Does... uh, Does... Kingspray is Kingspray available on Oculus or is it only available on Vive? I don't know. I didn't look for that one. That's the graffiti. Yeah, thing. I know what you're talking about, but I forgot to look for it. Um, here, let me pull up my phone so I can tell you what games I did actually try. Kingspray is on the Oculus Store. So, oh, fuck me, dude. I need, I need that. I need it. Touch I required, it. of course, because that wouldn't be any fun to play with a controller. Oh, you, we didn't talk about the grip controllers for Vive either, did we? No, those have kind of been out there like for a, a little concept, while. Or is, is, are they actually putting that into production? They, well, they're currently working on it, but basically, it's like a you'll be able they'll be able to you track actually, individual knuckles, and you can grab objects in game and pick them up, and the yeah. controller stays on your hand. Really cool. Yeah, that'll be perfect for Fallout VR. Yeah, for when you have to pick up more tape. Yeah, I like the concept of that, but having used the touch controllers, that is totally enough. Yeah, because you said they it are, has like it reads like your index yeah, finger. They're the best, like, the coolest controllers I've ever used, hands yeah. down, or hands on. But <laughs> they uh, they track very well. They're just super comfortable and very intuitive they're as not far heavy. as the button placement. No, they're not heavy, and they're. They're totally wireless. When you have the heads, as soon as you put the headset on, you can see them exactly where they're at. That's cool. So you can just pick them up. Yeah, that's a, that's that's great. Yeah. Uh, what's the battery life on them? Um, I have no idea, but so far it's used up basically none because it has battery life trackers for yeah. all that stuff in the that's menu cool. for are the they, Oculus software. Are they rechargeable? Do you hook them up or is they it They are not A's? rechargeable. They just use one double a a piece that's awesome which that's keeps it super light impressive yeah so i don't know how long the last but buying double a's and just having to use one well just wait till they go on fine. sale the eneloop thing goes on yeah sale I, use, on Amazon. I use eneloops and they're fantastic are they rechargeable yeah okay they're they, they're always on sale on amazon okay i'll probably go that route but for now i'm good because i can only even if the headset is reasonably comfortable i can still only play for so long and i kind of like get a headache yeah i just need my vr legs i think 
But uh, I've tried five different things so far. Um, E-Valkyrie was the first thing I tried. We're going to have to try co-op. Yeah, that's cool. Because it has crossplay. Um, I didn't play it too much, but it was it was interesting. Yeah. And then... Um, I mean, it's just dogfighting. Yeah. It's yeah. fun. Space dogfights. But that's that's how I got my VR legs was playing that. For like, I, the yeah, first, the barrel rolls definitely make me a bit nauseous. The first couple of days that I was playing it, I could only play it for like half hour spurts of time and had to take like hour long breaks in between because I needed to just get my equilibrium back to normal. But once I got over like the first week of doing that, like I was playing it for like three, four hours at a time without any problem. So... Cool. Um, Lucky's Tale I tried because that comes free with it. Um, that's a platformer. They showed it at E3 because yeah. it's coming out for PSVR. PSVR, I think, in the no, fall. No, it's coming out for Xbox. There's an Xbox? So Super non-VR? Lucky's Tale non-VR, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, I, it would still be fun to play without VR, I think. Well, I'm not interested if it's not coming out It looks PSVR. super cool in VR. Yeah. Like, where where are just, you in the world? Are you behind him? Or you're like... like off to the side it's okay. like looking at like a diorama or something but okay. it's all like in 3d and you can kind of look around you know and That's see cool. different parts of the set um there's a little pipe you go under so it turns it to like side scroller for a minute before cool. you come back out like like when you're going underground in mario or something or like metroid actually, did you ever play metroid prime a little bit, but not oh, not so as much good. as I wanted to. Yeah, Some of the morph ball stuff was like side. It would convert uh, it to side yeah, scrolling, yeah. and then you come back. It's out. still like you move. You can move in three dimensions, but it's like it's kind of like a locked yeah. off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm looking forward to playing more of that. Um. Robo Recall comes free if you have touch controllers. Um. That game is super fun, and. My issue with that game, though, is it's a little difficult to play with the limited amount of space I have. So what? Is, what is it? What are the? It is a shooter, but like it's it's like a score based shooter. Okay. You just you're just trying to get the biggest score you can, basically. But basically, all these robots go haywire, and you're just out there destroying them all. Okay. But it's got like a a funny sense of humor to it, and. Uh, it looks great. It's definitely one of the better looking games I've played. And it uses the touch controllers just perfectly. Nice. Like you actually reach down to your sides to pull out new pistols or that have and ammo reload. in them. Yeah. You can pick up weapons off the ground. You can uh, catch bullets in midair and throw them back at enemies. Hmm. And it all just feels so real. Like it's, it's, it's very cool. Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to playing that more. But I I really need to change up my setup. I have such limited space. Yeah. Like I hit my end table, I think, and my computer and my monitor. <laughs> I really don't want to hit my monitor. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Um, I tried a non-game, a VR app. I tried Google Earth VR. Yeah. Also pretty amazing. I wish they had that for PlayStation VR, but I don't... There might not be enough processing power for that. To so be did honest. you go visit like one of the towns that's actually in like like down in Detroit or in New York where there's like 3D skyscrapers and stuff like that? Yeah, actually, even Berkeley is really in 3D. Interesting. Yeah, I couldn't see my exact house because this was from like a couple of years ago before the trees were cut down. Okay, so it's just like 3D populated trees that yeah. are over the house. 
but yeah, you can go down to the corner and see like the usual stuff in Berkeley. It's pretty wild. That's awesome. You can actually set it to human scale where you can actually fly all the way down to the ground. Okay. And look around like street view style, basically. Hmm. It's not quite as detailed as 2D street view, whatever, but yeah, um, it's, it's pretty damn impressive. And like the way it, uh, populates like geography, like mountains and stuff looks really good. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I went to Rio de Janeiro and like New York and, uh, Berkeley. Nice. All <laughs> but, uh, the, all the place. All yeah. The and you spots. fly around, you, you can zoom yeah. out all the way into space and see like the whole globe and you can use the, it supports the touch controllers too. So you can just like, grab onto uh like the globe and then spin it and mm. stuff like that and it's it's can just you fly around cool. the globe and turn back time to save lois lane probably can you spin it so fast that people fly off that of would it? be great but no Damn. unfortunately um i'm reading online right now i just wanted to add that um despite the fact that uh e valkyrie is crossplay between all of the platforms in vr you can't choose to play with players from different platforms uh, you can only it only populates matches with yeah unless if i if i had a vive and bought it on steam you can play with steam users uh, okay but like we can't choose to play together that I, sucks uh I, yeah. wa- I kind of wondered if star trek is the same way Bri- no bridge crew works all across the board so you can invite you play like your you play buddies that's cool because yeah, I, I did i had to look it up but the rift does have a microphone built into it too okay cool but I hear that part's not the best for some reason. Like, mm. it's too quiet or something. Whatever. Um, the, the, it has built-in uh, headphones, too. Yeah. And they look cheap, but they sound really good. The 3D positional audio is awesome. Yeah. Like, um, Echo Arena open beta, that was the last, like, real thing that I played. I loaded up a couple other things for a second, like Assetto Corsa. Yeah. That I already owned as a racing sim. And that, that's interesting looking, but I didn't really play it. I'm just going to wait for Bridge Crew to go on sale, and then I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm I was... I'm probably going to buy it full price, but whatever. But I just haven't bought it yet because I knew I didn't have time to play it. Yeah. Werewolves yeah. Within is also... Uh, I've heard that one's really good. Echo Arena, is that going to be on PlayStation? Because that's... Take a look. Really cool. That was one of the best experiences I had so far with the touch controllers as well. Like... Because you actually, it's like an eSport kind of game. Like, um, well, it's like, it's a virtual reality, like zero gravity sport game. And it's, it's really wild. Like there's, you basically use these little jets on your hands to fly around where you want to. And you can push off of objects and pull objects to reposition yourself and in zero gravity. And it's just, uh. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. But that was just the beta. I think it ends today. I'm not seeing anything. And the actual game comes out, I believe, Tuesday. Yeah, it sounds like it's a spinoff of another game called Lone Echo. And uh, it does not look like there's a VR or a PSVR mm-hmm. announcement or anything for it yet. So that, had, that game had the most amazing audio as far as like the chat went. Like I could actually hear where people were talking from. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, CCP Games is making a new game, like a new eSports VR game. Like the the EVE people? Yeah, they're yeah. making a new, like, uh, I think it's almost like a dodgeball style game. Almost mm. like hollow ball, but not. Mm. I don't remember exactly, but I would assume that's going to end up being cross-platform too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I loaded up uh, Steam VR because it has its own yeah syst- like menu system UI. and stuff. Yeah, like there's a house you can walk around and stuff. Did and you try doing the YouTube VR stuff? No, I haven't tried that yet. There's a lot to try. Yeah, unfortunately, I I can't comfortably use it right now because like I pulled something in my back. Yeah. which might have had something to do with playing VR games. <laughs> and now, like, when I put the headset on, it just makes me really uncomfortable. You should... Uh, Even though it's not heavy. It's a very lightweight set. And there's only one, like, pretty thin cord running off the back. Um, but you should, If you get it for cheap, you should pick up Sports Bar VR if it's on oh, yeah. there. Because uh, then you could make a drink at home and you don't have to go out to play darts. Oh, pool well, or, or pool. stuff like and that. And air hockey. I don't think you can cross-play with us, sadly. Uh, uh, they're teasing it right now. Are they? Like, Yeah, the, I don't remember the developer's name, but they've been teasing it for a little while. That now. would be pretty rad. Yeah, it'd be cool if we could all just take out in VR and never have to hang out. Yeah, we never have to see each other. We could anymore. start recording this in Sports Bar. Yeah, we could. Um, I'm good on that. Okay. There's probably other things I wanted to mention, but you guys sidetracked me and i forgot them so <laughs> sorry man let's well, just do uh castlevania here so well i can go home and watch game of thrones i was gonna talk about zelda real quick oh things are going too. pretty long uh there's zelda dlc it's it's okay yeah well it's no story yeah there's no story it's just the there's different trials and different like masks other. and armor that you can find that are given to you as side quests which is fine but the master trials are fucking hard they added another ten thousand korok seeds <laughs> I, I don't think that's true but, but at least Korak now you mask. have a mask to find them yeah uh which seems like it has pretty good range for picking up where they are and if you just walk around you'll does it make that stupid ass sound like yeah, the radar like the does? it makes a little no it doesn't do that one it makes like a korok noise at first and then the mask actually shakes on link's face does it vibrate the controller no uh, it didn't vibrate the pro controller when i, I was see, playing i would so. like it to do that the Master Trials are cool. Did either of you get to Eventide Island? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one yeah, you, you the definitely. Yeah, it's like yeah. a giant version of that, right? It's not like giant. It's like there's little arenas that you get put in and you are completely naked. You have no weapons. You have the stamina bar and hearts that you take into the battle. So if even if you... If you have your, if you eat a thing that maxes out your hearts and gives you the bonus hearts, or if you have all of the hearts anyway, then you can take those in, but you're only getting like spare ingredients every once in a while. And I think like every seven or eight stages, or maybe even 10 stages, it'll give you a little area to cook the things so you can make them into a meal and actually Are there breaks between rounds? Um, not, you, you don't have, you get to start the next round. Okay. So you can take the time to run around and see if there's anything Collect hidden. anything. Sometimes there's chests that are up high that you can go get. Uh, but yeah, every 15 that you beat, I think, it stops and gives you another... Or no, maybe it's not... Fi- there's a certain number. I think there's like easy, medium, and hard. And once you're done with all the easy stages, it ends. You get 10 points to your Master Sword damage. And then you can come back to the next one and do the medium set. Okay. So uh, I got to like level 10, I think, and then just got my ass handed to me because it's fucking hard. Like it's Sounds difficult. Sounds fun though. Yeah. 
It's it's cool. It's a nice new way I to feel get like you back would, into the game. It would really improve your fighting in that game, which is kind of difficult to master in and of itself. You got to get down to the countering. You got to figure out how to take advantage of proper like, parries and things. setting your stuff on fire and to get more damage out of it and proper parries and get using your glider to hop up when somebody sets the grass on fire beneath you so you can get away and that kind of thing. Like Ooh. it certainly gives you more. You, in order to finish those, you're going to need to know all those tips and tricks. Yeah, uh, the That's armor, cool. the, the different armor sets are cool, but they're kind of like I don't know that I really need these. Do you, without do you have any to find them? Like, or is it? It's so is it quest based, or is it just like you can go? Like you have to locate them in some random ass shop. You get a bunch of side quests that all point you to a particular book where they give you hints about where all of them are. Gotcha. That's cool. And then once you kind of know the conceit of how they're hidden and stuff, it's pretty easy to find them. But right on. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Uh, maybe not worth the $20 alone. The hero's path mode or the hero's path thing is awesome. Cause you can pull up your map and it will play through your path. So it'll be like, you started here and you'll see the green line trace through and then, Oh, you died. And then you started back here and then you keep going on this way and then, Oh, you died and then keep going through. So you can watch it play out your entire last 200, 200 hours. hours. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So that it's, it's a really neat feature. Uh, it's not a twenty dollars DLC that, feature. But. Is that re- retroactive? Well, so the twenty dollars like, is for both, right? Yeah, the twenty dollars is for everything. So, but the, uh, yeah, it it had everything from the start of my game. Yeah, and and yeah, so it's it's pretty good, cool. But yeah, uh, that's the Zelda DLC. Yeah, I'd like to pick it up. Maybe when I get tired of Destiny and there's no more trials to play, I'll do that. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, Castlevania. Yeah. Yeah. We all watched the Castlevania series on Netflix. It was not long enough. No. It was pretty awesome. It was fantastic. I was like, yeah, the first episode especially I thought was impressive. So, let me let me introduce this like a film nerd, so if okay. I choose to, I can cut it out. Sure, sure. Castlevania is a series on Netflix. The synopsis on IMDb says a master or a vampire hunter fights to save a besieged city from an army of otherworldly creatures controlled by Dracula. The show stars Richard Armitage as Trevor Belmont, but you've also got Graham McTavish as Dracula, James Callis as Alucard, and Alejandro Reynoso as Saifa Belnades. But yeah, it's four episodes on Netflix. They're 23 minutes apiece. It's basically like an hour and 40 minute movie cut up into four bits. Yep. Especially since each episode starts exactly where the last one left off. Yep. Uh, so no spoilers at the moment, but we'll start that once we run out of stuff to talk about non-spoiler wise. It's just really funny uh, when Jason was watching it. He like like 20 minutes in. He's like, dude, this Castlevania thing is great. And then he texts text me. Again, he's like, it's so awesome. This is like one of the best things I've ever watched. And 20 minutes later, he's like, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, man, like that's it. But we were getting eight more episodes in like a year. That's probably the biggest complaint is that there's just not it's too short off of it. I, yeah. Cause it was good. I mean, the production is really good. The voice acting is fantastic. Although uh, one of my gripes is uh, the Trevor Belmont dude is just way too Jack Sparrow for me. <laughs> like, I, I, I can like really, him. they should have just hired the dude who played Richter in uh, symphony of the night. Cause <laughs> He was good. You steal men's souls and make them your <laughs> slaves. I don't think I want to hear that. It was awesome. Show. I kind of wanted the Alucard voice to be Alucard yeah. from the game, though, because I liked that guy's voice. But anyway. Isn't that kind of a spoiler? No. No. 
It's he's, not. He's, he's in, in the, the first episode. He's not even. He's in the image they show you yeah. when you bring it up on <laughs> yeah. Netflix. Yeah, okay. It's obvious. He's right there. Well, and if I think if you and say looks, the words, he looks just as effeminate as like he does in the, the other games. <laughs> I love Alucard. He's my favorite video game character. Uh, so Trevor, this is the I guess the it's loosely based on Castlevania Three Dracula's Curse. Yeah. Um, which does indeed have Alucard in it. What okay. is a man? Like so, so I mean, <laughs> people a know miserable it. pile of secrets. Uh, so talk. Yeah, it's kind of weirdly structured. I feel like the second episode is a little boring, but the rest of it is all really good. Well, because um, there was a lot of build up. I mean, the first episode is good because you, you're excited because you're seeing something new and you're like sucked in. The second episode has to build up like exactly what the hell's going on. Yeah. Uh, and then the the third episode and fourth episode are just like straight action, you know? Like, well, and, but th- that's the thing. Like, even if so, that's why people are like, is this, was this supposed to be a movie? I don't think it was because if the pacing, if it was, the pacing is all completely off because. Yeah. It just kind of dies in that second. Episode. I told people they might as well watch it like that because yeah, I once think, you watch one, you're like, ooh, I want to see more. Yeah, you might as well just see them all because it's yeah. so short. Um, but I like everybody. I liked I, even Richard Armitage as Trevor. I think he's. I think he's good. Oh, I mean, but he like, did. He did a good job. Like, don't get me wrong. His voice acting is good. I'm just saying it's a little too Jack Sparrow for me. Well, and but the the kind they're trying they're they're portraying like the washed up Trevor Belmont who nobody cares about anymore who's a drunk. No, I know. Kind of like, like Jack Sparrow. Like, yeah, yeah, the washed up pirate who nobody cares about anymore. Who's so kind I mean, of a drunk. I, it's, <laughs> it's a function of the character, I guess. But I, I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, it's like they told him, like, "Hey, dude, why don't you pretend to be Johnny Depp for a minute?" And he was like, "All right," and like, just like got I didn't in, like. To I be just, honest, I didn't get any Johnny Depp. Really? Because I, I did. I didn't even think about it until you said it just, something. Go it, back and watch. Like, it sounded the, his like introduction. Like it sounded, the first. It sounded like Thor and Oakenshield because he played Thor and Oakenshield in The Hobbit to me. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, I would just, you know, give it, a, give it another go. Um. But yeah, what else non-spoilery could we could we say? Uh, the art style is awesome. The music's great. Sound effects are cool. Um, the one scene where this isn't even a spoiler, but the one scene where he cracks the whip and that monster explodes, I literally burst out laughing because that's yeah. how it happens in the games. Yeah, you hit the monster with a whip and they just blow up. The, <laughs> anytime he's using the whip is really awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. The, bad, the actions, the actions, awesome. It's it's just. It's good. Like, it's super well done, well acted, all well put together in this nice little tight package, and it sucks that there isn't more of it. Animation-wise, it feels a lot like me to the Avatar series, yep. like Avatar The Last Airbender. Which I love. Legend of Korra, both great. Uh, it's a lot more adult than either of those. I would not Definitely. recommend showing your kids this stuff. No. Unless you want your kids to know about like banging banging a bunch of chicks, and because the one dude talks about banging ladies or something, and the guy in the bar. Well, but even that, but all the violence that's yeah, super violent, like super gory. It it surprised me when when a few a few things happen, especially with with Trevor and his whip. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Any other thoughts, Brian? I'm just ready to spoil it. 
All right. Spoiler, Spoiler Terry. Terry starts now for Castlevania. Uh, when Alucard gets his jacket, that was fucking awesome. It put a huge <laughs> smile on his face because you see the, the yellow line, like the, the like yeah, man. army-ish yellow lines on the black jacket. And I was like, oh my God, He's that's such so a badass. Awesome. He's such a badass. And that entire fight. That fight is, when he's with the sword and just like, ah, it's spot so on. good. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool I do like the callbacks to the game him throwing out like a little dagger here and there yeah. or even the time where he like item crashes it and throws it at like five different guys at yep. once it was so good that was pretty sweet um, and the magic effects from Sypha are pretty sweet um, but yeah no I'm excited for a lot more I just want I want to see I, I want to watch like seasons upon seasons of this I'm bummed that the bishop died. The bishop was super creepy. He was super creepy and a total asshole, and it kind of sucks that he's just like He kind of reminded me of Uncle Ruckus from Boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, he, like, I don't know. I guess they have room to, like, bring him back as something because they kind of talk about how... Yeah, he's going to come back as Shaft. Sure. From, from the game. That's entirely possible, yeah. That. <laughs> from Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Um, Shaft's a character, dude. He was a bishop, if I'm not mistaken. The whole I loved in the first episode the just the blood raining from the sky when they're yeah. out. Oh yeah, they're all standing there, yeah. and then it just starts pouring blood, a la Blade. Uh, in the what was the the bloodbath scene in Blade? Yeah, the first Blade movie. I love that. Really enjoy the show's total disdain for religion and christianity in particular yeah it's pretty great like it's they they certainly don't pull any punches but the idea of they nail it (laughs) they nailed it (laughs) the idea (laughs) the idea that the show is gonna be about like who's the bigger monster actually i care about it more so than i do in like the walking dead or anything else because I feel for Dracula. Like, they yeah. killed your wife because she was practicing science and they're too stupid to realize to that. It, yeah. Yeah. I liked how that put everything in context and just, yeah. Didn't make it seem like, oh, Dracula's just being an asshole. Yeah. Killing off humanity for no reason. Which I feel like is something that most of the games didn't bother to take the time to do. Like, well, it, if you're going to make maybe, a more maybe mature they show, you, you kind of have to have that. Yeah. Maybe they... Well, I mean, if you think about it, those games didn't have... I mean, I can't recall all the way back to, like, the last time I played Castlevania 3, but, like, they didn't have a ton of, like, story sequence. Yeah, I mean, it's it was usually just, just like, like a wall of text at the beginning of a yeah, game. Yeah, and then you, know? you go in the game and you're killing monsters and killing bosses and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but it, I I enjoy that it's got some actual depth to it, which, once again, is things that I don't think people would expect out of, like, an animated series. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I didn't. that's what I didn't expect about Avatar. Like, yeah. I never... Like, I thought Avatar... <coughs> excuse me. Just seeing... The uh, the screenshots I had seen and seeing that it popped up in my Netflix feed at some point, I was like, well, whatever. It's a Nickelodeon show. Like, I'm probably never going to watch this. Yeah. And then I was just bored one day and I was like, I feel like watching cartoons. So I put it on and I was like, this is the best cartoon I've ever seen. Yeah. Hmm. I've never seen that one. It's great. I highly recommend Avatar. It's a little hard to watch nowadays because it's like it, it, it came out at a time where it was on that hump of 
four by three or sixteen nine, and like the animation isn't particularly clean until the later seasons. Mm. But uh, it's, it's, so it's still definitely worth watching. It's just well done. Yeah. I mean, the voice acting is awesome. And it was done by guys who worked on Family Guy, if I'm not mistaken. It, yeah, it was like a big brain trust of several different animated yeah. hmm. like And they did an amazing job. It's funny and it's action-packed and it's interesting and a cool concept. And shame on M. Night Shyamalan for fucking that up in the yeah. theaters. But. There's definitely some funny uh, stuff in oh, Castlevania. Yeah. Castlevania is funny as hell, too. I... I I really laughed at that part at the end, like where Alucard's fighting uh, Trevor, Johnny Depp, and <laughs> Jack Sparrow, and he tries to punch him in the nut or kick him in the nuts or yeah. something. He's like, "This isn't a bar fight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. The gore is incredible when you see that monster just dismember that dude, and mm-hmm. like, yeah intestines are everywhere I like when Trevor knocks that dude's eyeball out yeah. it just like yeah. flies and hits the, like, sticks the to the wall, wall or whatever like, it's pretty down. pretty gross I like the uh, when Trevor kind of sets up like the the battlement out on the streets with all the the people who yeah, are yeah that was a really cool scene and having them impale like he like the strategy that he uses is is great just like yeah. impaling the monster and then they go in and just like totally take it apart that was really sweet yeah, and they're like, "Why should we listen to you?" And he's like, "I've done. I'm the only one who's done this before, or whatever." Yeah. And like, fair enough. I don't have a really good Jack Sparrow uh, impression. I mean, I wonder. I like. I can't remember. Blooming like- onion. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I read somewhere that he's only planning on two seasons, which oh, kind of bums me out. But also, I'm like, I don't know where they could go past eight episodes that they're going to do for this. You next start season, bringing cause... in Symphony of the Night or you bring in Castle. What was uh, Super Castlevania four? That would be cool then, if they kind of like, just go through, the, through the series. Like, yeah. especially I mean, I, the anything involving Richter and Alucard's relationship is cool. Like, because they're friends. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. Like, Alucard started out as, as an opponent in the earlier Castlevanias, and then, like, the Belmont Belmont clan became friendly with Alucard. So, yeah. like, that I want to see that developed, and I'd like to see... like Plus, Symphony of the Night, like, everything about Symphony of the Night is great, and that to see that animated would just be awesome. Plus, I want them to bring back that metal music that plays when you're up in the clock tower. It, it starts with the guitar yeah. squeal, and then you just start ripping. <laughs> that's oh, that's so the thing good. is that they actually, like there were a few times where I was like, man, because you know that this is like I I figured that they were building towards the introduction of Alucard at yeah. the end of this, and I was like, if they threw some Symphony of the Night music in here, I would have such a boner right now. <laughs> it like it's it's that music is so it's fucking awesome. good. That soundtrack's incredible. That even, like even though the music in this is pretty good, like I feel like the Symphony of the Night stuff would just be so. F- phenomenal yeah. especially like as they move through different parts of the castle and stuff like that you know what i'm hoping to hear in a few that's minutes like the marble hall oh yeah do 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 this is just john and i sing castlevania songs back and forth <laughs> yeah this is we delay brian from watching game of thrones yeah i was gonna say that's the music i would like to hear real soon is the opening credit music for game of thrones that's good yeah anyways we're pretty much done i think we loved castlevania we want more yep hopefully we'll get some like a whole bunch more but so far we're only guaranteed another eight episodes that is definitely better than the four yeah 
It's yeah, twice was, as many. I was really surprised that it was only four. And but yeah. it, like I, I would really be interested in understanding what takes them so long. Well, hand drawing everything for one. Well, they're not hand drawing everything. Well, it's, though. it's like a it's, Konami franchise. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, they got to wrestle it away from Konami so Konami doesn't ruin it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Season they're trying. Two, to, season two probably won't even happen. They're at trying this point. to get Kojima on it. Is what they're trying to do. <laughs> he's too busy. He's too busy putting his friends in goofy outfits for Death Stranding. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Alex, what else is going on? With the network, what's... Uh, gone to Texas is in full swing. We're about 30% of the way through the season. I think there's been five, ep- four, four, four episodes so far. Uh, it's quite good. Um, tomorrow's episode five. We'll have episode five of Gone to Texas out on Tuesday. Please make sure you check that out. Uh, the Horror Movie Yearbook guys just put out an episode last week about the year of... My phone just died. Your phone died. So I'm going to go to horrormovieyearbook.com, just like everybody here should do, to listen to Horror Movie Yearbook. And they did the year of 1980. They talked about movies such as uh, Terror Train, Unsung Villains in Slasher Cinema. Uh, yeah, Terror Train, He Knows You're Alone, and Friday the 13th. So if you've enjoyed our Friday the 13th talk on here, you might enjoy the people who who uh, who inspired me to love the series. This, this segment, discussing it. Siskel and Ebert could be jerks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a real Tim segment right That's there. That's going to so. be a good one. <laughs> I'm excited. That's going to gonna be a good rant. I'm excited sure. to listen to it. I need to catch up. I've been so busy listening to that Destiny Ghost Stories podcast so I can get all my Destiny, Destiny lore fix before they change it all. Yep. Yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't really listened to horror movie yearbook in a while. I, I admit, give, I do like listening to it though. But most of the time, I have never, I haven't seen most of the movies. I oh do. yeah, oh, I, I haven't seen. But I just think like they're funny and they're fun to listen to. They're two of the people that are the best at making me care about things that I give no shits about. Because I don't care about horror at all, but I can listen to Willie and Tim talk about it yeah. for hours. And I do on horrormovieyearbook.com. So everybody, go there. Check it out. Did they uh, They did, did They do 97 yet? Or no, I don't remember. I'm not I'm sure. They did 95. Right I know they did 95. I don't see 97. They did 98. Yeah, I don't think they've done 97 yet. 87. Okay. Because I got a good story for them for 97 all right yeah they, i mean they they, they kind of they haven't ruled out going back to certain years as well but uh you know they definitely should because there are some movies that they've skipped in some of the years that they did that i was like i think they should talk about yeah i think once they start getting towards the towards the end of how far back they want to go they'll probably start right doing more but yeah horror movie yearbook is good gone to texas is great uh sounds like we're going to get some Westworld next year, which is exciting. Westworld yeah. will be back. And, um, yeah, that's about it. There may be a film that's on the horizon. Yeah. Ooh. Don't talk about it or it won't happen. Yeah. So just do you have no. a movie in mind or yes, you don't do. want to? Planet uh, of the Apes? No. Th- well, that's the thing. This month is nuts. We had um, Baby Driver. Uh, Edgar Wright's yeah. Baby Driver came out in June. That was great, and I'd love to talk about it with some people. The Big Sick came out uh, with Camille Nanjiani from Silicon really Valley. It's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Um, 
Spider-Man Homecoming came out. War of the Planet of the Apes came out. Christopher Nolan's got a movie called Dunkirk coming out this Friday. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the one that I think we're going to make the episode for mainly is The Dark Tower out on August 4th. Ah, yeah. So You um, should just do a summer movie wrap-up episode. Yeah, whatever. we might. It's going to be... Do, it, it'll be something like that, but I, we have a lot of fans out there that really love The Dark Tower, so I think... Uh, we're we're gonna do like a full review of that, and then kind of touch on all the other stuff that we enjoy. Right. Cool. So, cool man. That's well, it. If you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen or watch, listen to or watch the show, check out midwestgamers.com slash links. And as always, please do send us feedback at midwestgamers at gmail Let us know what you like about the show or what you don't. Uh, definitely like suggest games you think we should play or the things you want to hear from us, opinions, blah, 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 that whole bit. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch when it works. Ha, yeah. Because it's not right now. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. I'm not sure what we're going to do for the next episode, but we'll probably we, announce it. We'll, we'll definitely talk about our Destiny 2 beta yeah. impressions. Destiny 2 yep. beta impressions for sure. So, but yeah. Oh, and Splatoon 2. In case you haven't gotten enough Destiny... There's we're, more coming. We're going to give you more. So there you go. That's probably yeah. mostly Splatoon, I would say. I suppose, yeah. S- Splatoon and Are you Destiny kidding me? Too. You think you guys are going to talk more about Splatoon than Destiny? No. <laughs> no, he's just saying like he's just saying those two as things. As far as new like, games coming yeah, out that we're going to play. Those two will be the episode, most likely. That's fair. So, yeah, fair Two enough. and two. Yep. Two, it, it'll be the... The Deuce Deuce episode. Yep. Anyways, thanks episode again. 66, the Deuce Deuce episode. Yep. Thanks again for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate it, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.